I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. There's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is <laughs> Does my hair look okay? My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Mm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Um, yeah, it's probably probably be something like this. Is so much smaller than we had last year. Oh, it's, ma- it's mad, isn't it? It's about half or a third of the size. So we're in Nashville, Tennessee. I can hardly hear myself. There we go. I can hear myself. Yeah, so Robbie, what, you what need to you need to be the loudest. I'm not. I'm not going to be out of the th- out of the four of us. Me being the loudest. No, so you can over. Come on now. So you can overrule everybody. Come on now. Don't you come on me. Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. Listen, this is a not an X-rated podcast, and uh, everyone's going to get a good taste of <sighs> the storytelling crew that is here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll start with my left, Jesse Phillips. What am I supposed to do? Introduce myself? Yeah. How are you? You doing good? You <laughs> just rolled into town? I'm all right. I'm a little pissed off, but I'm all right. I know you are. I know Anytime you Anytime I have to work with you, I get angry. What's your mm-hmm. shoes? You didn't introduce yourself. Look, you don't need to lie. I'm Jesse Phillips. You don't need to lie. <sighs> Robbie Kroger is my nemesis. Oh, man. Really? I want, I want you to introduce yourself. Give us your glove size and your foot size. <laughs> I don't know my glove size. It's like triple X. Foot size is a 14. And uh, Robbie's a good, good, uh, what would y'all call him? A pal? What do y'all say in, in Wales? Mate. Ma- uh, yeah, a good mate. mate is British, yeah. 
tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what? good to have the boys back in town. It is. It is All good to have everyone together. together again. Jack Bottoms. I'm Jack Bottoms. Yep. Unfortunate surname. A member of the duo of Slots Media. Did you get teased a lot as a kid <coughs> with yeah. Bottoms? Mm. Gives you a thick skin in secondary school when you've got to deal with that surname. Man. Lewis Thomas. Yes, sir. Let's get you a little hotter. There we go. No, no, no. <laughs> Luckily, this is not a video <laughs> podcast. Stop, stop deep throat. Are we, rec- <laughs> are we already recording? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's right. going, yeah. Oh, right, okay. And you're the other duo of Sloss Media? Yeah. Out of Wales? The, the, the liability. I'm the flat tyre. <laughs> of Sloss Media? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you two have known each other since you were... Three years old. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Just grew up in the same town? Yep. Born four days apart, went to the same... And only met each other three years later? Yeah. Well, that's when you start school Oh, okay. in Wales, at three. It was probably sooner. Parents sooner, like were friends? Daycare and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah not really. Well, yeah, not really. Mm. Okay. But they know it's a small town. Everyone yeah. knows everybody. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not like America, small town. Like, mm. America, small town. Mm-hmm. And then, like, take that down to, like, a tenth of America, small town. How many people? Town. Like we're talking two thousand, if that, in your town. Yeah. And you don't either. Either of you still live there? No, I do. You still live in that town. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're in Cardiff, Wales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the big smoke. And Starkville, Mississippi. That's it. And Memphis, Tennessee. No, just up the road. Three-hour drive. How long was your drive here this morning? About four and a half. Four and a half. Not too bad. That's very reasonable. The shortest drive I've ever had with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in the car with you, <laughs> thankfully. But yeah, it is that I was actually, like this morning, waking up in my own bed and driving up here three hours. I was just like, oh, this is usually this is money. Three days hard riding to get anywhere with you. Yeah, the trick is, uh, as I was telling you earlier, Saturday night, come nine-ish, ten-ish, it's like, do we just pack up the car and, <laughs> and go yeah. roll home? Because <laughs> it's three hours down the road, we can be in our, our own beds. So, you guys plus Drew would have essentially encompassed, I would say, 99% of Blood Origins filming here. Hmm. Pretty much. Lucky us. Lucky you. Yeah. Absolutely lucky you. So, um, I I wanted to have a conversation. This is a roundup conversation. We have um, no news articles this week. Everyone typically is used to getting news articles from us. We're at SCI. We're in Nashville all week. It's the last... Um, show of the show season, and uh, we're here not in a Blood Origins capacity, but um, doing some filming uh, on a for-profit side of things. But um, yeah, I wanted to know, just like let's have a conversation about storytelling, and a lot of people see the content coming out of Blood Origins. A lot of the content comes from you guys, uh, working behind the scenes. and I just wanted to figure out, you know, what, I'll, I'll ask this, I'll put this question out. What's, what's been the favorite thing that you filmed thus far? Asking me first? Mm, why not? Uh, hands down, uh, Scott. Oh, shit, yes. Yeah, hands down. And that, that's across. Across everything, right? Across every, he's, he's tied with a few of my other films I've done on Iwo Jima, guys. That's oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. Scott, Scott's was a, it was a life So tell everyone that project. doesn't know who, who Scott is. Uh, Scott Chapman was um, 
He was he was the president of SCI, right? Two years ago. He was the president. Yeah, a couple of years. A couple ago. of years. Yeah. Anyway, we got the uh, we got tasked with the he got an award, Hall of Fame award, Hall of Fame award, yeah. and we got tasked with making his uh, award speech um, or video that was going to show at the end of his uh, at the end of his award. And bef- between one convention and the next, he uh, found out he had pancreatic cancer and went from about my size. About 275 pounds down to about 130. I think we filmed him at like 155 yeah, or something he was, like that. Yeah, he was skin and bones. And, um, but nobody really, he really kind of kept it quiet. Not a lot of people <laughs> knew, but they were afraid that he wouldn't be able to uh, be there. So when we were filming it, it was pretty much a guarantee that he wouldn't be able to be there to receive his award. There was still hope when we were filming it. There it was, was hope, like but that was this ominous feeling of, yeah. this is his goodbye. Like, this is what he, this mm-hmm. is his last message to mm-hmm. the world. And, and we were and, filming it. And we were doing it. And that was a very, very heavy, special uh, honor that I wouldn't give up for anything. Well, just the fact when we asked him, like, hey, we're here. You want to say something to your wife? Yeah. That's going to make me cry thinking about it. Yeah, that was, that's my favorite one. That was pretty hands special, down. hands down. And um, then at the night that it showed, it oh was, my gosh, it was received well. Freaking so. tears rolling. The whole, the whole, pretty much everyone in the room tears rolling. And then Tucker Carlson got up and pretty much just ad libbed his entire speech around what Scott said uh, around that video. It was pretty cool. Around the video. Which After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers. If we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan, for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It's pretty darn amazing. I think that's a pretty special thing to be able to do because that's what you want to, you know, if you want to create content, you want to create something that's meaningful. Mm. It doesn't get much more meaningful than that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It's w- it's weird that I don't think ever in my sort of in my thought process did I think and maybe Jesse you can speak more to this because you were in you've been in that world I've never thought about Blood Origins being a mechanism to be able to like capture immortality right. of people never thought of it that way but we've had Scott die on us. We've had Miss Bonnie Ellis, who was a World War II veteran from South Dakota, who fed the soldiers in 1943 through Aberdeen, South Dakota, and then enlisted as a nurse. She's passed away. We're the only people who have that content. The Thompson family, um, Dick uh, in their family, before we even released the stuff, had passed away. So we had that content. There's another individual that's passed away that we have the content for. It, it, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it's, 
it's unerring that we have that power, that the filmmaking has that opportunity to, to do that thing that, that someone can look at for, for eons. Mm. Their grandkids can see it. Their great-grandkids can see their great-great-grandfather now because of us. And that, that's what I always have in the back of my head on any interview. Any, anything we do or I've done on other, other sets is keeping that in the back of your head that you're not just getting a story and getting paid and getting out. Like you're actually, you're, you're doing something. Storytelling is beautiful in that way. Like you're, you're, you're freezing time for another generation to see. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I, I think a lot of people don't recognize how serious we take it. Well, they know how serious you take it. <laughs> you're, very, you're very serious. <laughs> but no, I, I would saying? agree. I would agree. What I were you agree. saying earlier, Lewis? I have a resting bitch face. Yeah, it was it was pretty uh, pretty scary. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, you know, I think that is the to your point that ha that is the the criticism. If if I had to say, if we had received one criticism from a Blood Origins perspective, it's that we're too serious. We're not fun enough. Yeah, but it's a balancing act because you're not doing something frivolous and skin deep. So. <coughs> You know, you're not a you're not like a YouTuber just pumping out things to entertain. It's it has a deeper meaning to than that. I mean, for sure. Maybe you could lighten up every now and again, but <laughs> <laughs> um, just say it again. <laughs> say it again say one it more again. time. Lighten up every now and again. We I'll try. Well, yeah. I mean, now we're rectifying that, aren't we, with uh, adding Patrick to the team for the Zimbabwe trip we just did yeah. and doing yeah. the, the behind the scenes. Yeah, behind People the scenes. People get to see your your freshly woken head popping out of a tent. Yeah, to, to the sound of cockerels at roosters. Sorry, we're in America. <laughs> <laughs> in the UK, we call them cockerels. Yeah, I think I, I, I and, and you know, That's it's funny adorable. is we show the people, we've shown, I've shown that behind the scenes trailer so many times, and everyone was like, "Wow, this is what you got to be doing. Hmm. This is like a new side of Blood Origins that nobody's ever like seen before." And it's not like Blood Origin has been one-dimensional leading up to this point. It's not like it has been, but there are just there are other arms, other themes you can go down like mm. that. Well, it's, it's it's exploring the opportunities for content creation True. that we want to live in that that broadens the message, that allows people to engage with the message more. Maybe the seriousness of the interviews is not everyone's cup of tea, but if we did a behind-the-scenes story of that person's interview. They may engage that interview, that mm. person a little bit more, and then watch the interview. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Again. No, I agree. What's been your favorite filming, Jack? I think favorite filming is difficult. I would say my favorite outcome is Wilberforce. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite outcome. Nobody's because seen Wilberforce yet. I've not seen it, but it's almost it's almost there. And um, I mean, it wasn't fun at the time. <laughs> Explain Wilberforce. What uh, is Wilberforce? Oh, this is complex. Wilberforce is a protected area in Zimbabwe that is a bit of a blueprint for how community-engaged conservation that uses hunting should be done. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's the way that the community is being engaged with and the fact that the guys doing it are white Zimbabweans but can't own land in Zimbabwe Correct. for the obvious reasons. Yep. Um, and so for them, it's it's about as pure pure an example of doing it for the sake of the greater good as opposed to doing it for profit that I've ever come across. 
and it comes across in the guys, you know, in the way they interview and stuff like that. So. And there was complete nobody knows, you know, the people that we're in talking about, but Guav and Courtney. There's no pretending who they are in terms of the way that we film them. No. That they are absolutely egoless. Mm -hmm. They, Jesse, you, you'll, I'll introduce you to Guav. He's on the floor. But Guav is a very just. You'll meet when you meet him. You'll you'll ask you like, man, this guy's a very super quiet, reserved individual. Probably top six professional hunters in Africa. Mm -hmm. Guav Johnson. But it's just super. Just you know, he's a funny dude. Mm -hmm. But super humble, super grateful, just just a, a good guy, like a good guy. And I feel like people are going to look back at that film, or we can look back at it in 10 years' time and say, we filmed the Zimbabwe in Tarzan and we didn't even know it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's his kind of his character. Yeah. 100%. Bloke's been living out of a tent all, all summer. Yeah. Well, for three years they've been living out of a tent in that place, man. It's crazy. It is crazy what they were doing there. Um, but yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that it's part of the new behind-the-scenes mm -hmm. funny side of Blood Origins as well. That was good. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the behind-the-scenes? I have not. You've not? Mm -mm. Oh. I'll give you a private screening. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah, you've probably seen <laughs> the trailer. Right. I don't know if you saw the trailer or not. We released the, we released the trailer. We haven't released the full like 11-minute okay. piece. And um, it's actually Jack had a really good idea adding the the full 11 minute behind the scenes piece uh, uh, oh sorry Lewis uh, uh. Lewis had a really good idea I want to be clear I always <laughs> said it was Lewis's credit Lewis's idea to put the entire behind the scenes film at the end of the documentary mm. so you've got this documentary that's 39 minutes or so and then there's a credit scene and then there's the full document the full behind the scenes of like how we actually ah. just went about what you just watched like Blue Planet does yeah. except a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> so Rob is like the South African slash American David Attenborough. Ah, oh, he liked that. That went straight for him. Oh, I like that. Did, yeah. did you see my yeah? I saw your muscles your flex out. My pecs flick out. Flappy. Oh, yeah, nice. And here we see. <laughs> All right, Lewis. Yeah, let's hear your accents. Community making a making a ball <laughs> with money from hunting. <laughs> Lewis, favorite filming film. year with me mm. definitely not SEI <laughs> that wasn't my favourite that wasn't my favourite at all um, yeah I mean well it's a hard one I mean from a like I think Af well, Africa is always always an easy one to say isn't it because there's so much is, there's such a disparity between what you know coming from the UK or America mm. and then you see like first hand first hand like these people that are just literally what's all they have nothing you know is yeah you know um, till the field make some food yeah go get water yeah that's life yeah pretty much and yeah and then you know just f and the animals obviously in Africa are incredible um, Howard's is pretty cool, flying around in the helicopter, mm -hmm. looking at rhinos and mm -hmm. trying to spot stuff from a helicopter. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and, you know, hearing about the rhino reintroduction that he was doing and stuff like that, and just being able to talk talk to guys like that that do interesting stuff all the time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what my... F I think 
one of my favourites is going to be New Zealand. Mm. I think I think, this year. I think that's going to be really cool. I think the in people April. in New Zealand are going to be amazing. I think the ethos of the people are going to what's going to sell it. Yeah. The volunteer nature of the people mm-hmm. um, is going to sell it. It's going to be really good. I'd like to add as well. I think the behind the scenes side of Blood Origins is very useful um, from my perspective because my wife seems to think that whenever I go away, I'm just on holiday. <laughs> oh right. But that's, ac- that's actual proof <laughs> of like, oh no, it wasn't like it wasn't amazing. It wasn't all hotels and champagne and caviar. <laughs> yeah. It was tucking a mosquito net around the bed to yeah. avoid scorpions. Trying to avoid in. scorpions. Yeah. I quite literally almost got sepsis from that trip. So it's you, you did. Know, yeah, you yeah. did. Building a scorpion fortress every night. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, worst experience with Blood Origins? If that's a fair question. I think I'm, I know mine. Go ahead. <laughs> There's that one day in Kariba where it was disgustingly hot and everyone got sunstroke. Because Heat we stroke, yeah. Because we just decided to film we were on a lake in an aluminium boat. With no topper. <laughs> a what with boat? An a, a, a lu- uh, sorry, aluminum. Aluminum. <laughs> aluminum boat, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three against one here. Yeah. Translate. So a metal a metal boat. <laughs> a, really a, a really light metal yeah, boat. Yeah. Are, are you on in our side? Yeah, I'm yeah, on your side. In the, uh, the, hottest, the hottest season in Africa as well. And right. then we're, we're on a open body of water with no shade. Yeah, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. Like the time that you shouldn't be on the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have mine, but I can't say it. You can't? Uh, well, I can't. It was that interview. Uh, oh. That interview. Mm-hmm. I won't say anymore. We won't say anymore about it. Was it. A, it was Holy a, smokes. It was, it was a disaster. Chicken, what did we call it? Chicken shit to chicken salad. Yeah, I mean, it was like, <laughs> I've never wanted to wave a white, I've never got It was the point. first time that we just said to ourselves, we don't care. Yeah, this is, it. we're done. Right? Like we tried. We tried. We tried. We tried. Um, Jack? No, heat stroke, going back to the heat stroke, yeah, absolutely. The next day, we were all man down. You were diarrheaing for 36 <laughs> hours. That was rough. I was you yeah. were in the middle of whatever you, it was happening in your body. Sepsis. I was four days into a fever in fever, 45 degree 45 heat. 45 degree heat. With I, no air con. I, was, I felt like I was seasick. It was 45 degree heat in Fahrenheit. 115, 116. Yeah. yeah, but then the air, the, with the heat index, it was probably 128, 129, I reckon, mm. on the water. Yeah, that was rough. Well, we got we got off the off the boat to film. What we jumped in the in the water, in, up in like up to your ankles in crocodile infested water, <laughs> which was ridiculously stupid anyway. Then then walked out onto the beach, barefoot. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the sand like must have been one fifty. <laughs> walking walking on hot coals just to have a just to have a weird conversation. Five minute conversation with two random dudes that just walked over from a pretty hostile village. Yeah. And so we didn't know how that was going to go. And then by the time you get back on the boat to sit down, you can't sit down because the seat's too hot. <laughs> Burn your butt sitting down. That was that was a, yeah incredible heat. Yeah, that was that was pretty. I'd say savage. Stroke, so I'd say my, I don't have a worst moment for Blood Origins other than like the four days following that trip. That oh was yeah. my worst moment. Yeah. yeah, because we didn't know how serious it was. Mm. We didn't realize that it was. That was almost. I, I went to the doctor the day I got home, Jesse. Yeah, I talked to you, I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty hard. And he said he was like, 
he was on the verge of hospitalizing me just based on That's my internal crazy. temperature alone. He was like, I should hospitalize you, but we're going to try you on the, the highest antibiotics I can give that outside of hospital. Nuts. So, yeah. And my wife was totally not sympathetic about it either because she, again, thinks I'm on holiday everywhere. So. <laughs> She's getting a beating, but... No, I don't mean. <laughs> hang on. Your wife. <laughs> she's getting a beating. I meant on this podcast, she's getting a beating. Okay. Not oh, thank right. you for clarifying. Yeah, good clarification wife. there. Yeah. So, Rob, um, when are we taking Jesse to Africa? Now that he's thank right. You. Thank you. Lewis. You know, I've been worried about. You know, he. Well, you know, if I have to shove him in the back of an economy seat airplane for. Well, that's true. Eighteen hours. Look at the size of this boy, man. It's. It's well, not going to be pretty. You, that's why I fly first class everywhere I go, Robbie. Yeah, that's why he's not going to Africa. <laughs> I'm 7'9". 7'9"? Yeah. No. Not quite that tall. But I am a giant. You are a giant. No, I would, uh, now that I'm healing properly, I should be able to fold up and I can get in your briefcase and go. There, Lewis. I'm going on the next trip. I don't care mm. how we work it. You won't get on the briefcase for the next trip because we've got an internal... Airlink, South Africa, <laughs> South Africa to Botswana flight, where they kind of really, oh, really, really want you to have carry on. That's yeah, no, no, no heavier than seven kilos, which is what, 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a Peli case that weighs 10, 12 pounds <laughs> empty. I, I don't know. <laughs> you've got to take every lens out of it, <laughs> put them in your rucksack. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we were there, it was, we were like, that's, that's too heavy. Like, right, okay, fine. We, we, Stepped away from the counter, put on our jackets, stuffed our pockets full of the inter- <laughs> and he watched us do it. We put it back on the scale, and he was like, "Okay, okay, good." And then we, <laughs> we took it away, filled it back up again, <laughs> then off we went. He was, uh, it's just mental, uh, absolutely mental. Just power trips. Yeah, a little bit. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think we could get away with taking Jesse um, as carry on though if we got him on one of those turntables and like shrink wrapped him in that plastic. Oh, that would be. I think we. Mm. I think they'd accept that. Yeah. Nothing will break into Jesse. I'm insanely claustrophobic. (laughs) (laughs) All those little those little air link puddle jumpers, man, are just no. As long as I can move a little bit, I'm good. Just don't make me. If I can't move my my feet or my arms, that's Uh, you wouldn't be able to. I'm good, and I can be tight as long as I can do a chicken wing. Uh Well, if we have the the dreams of why is my I feel like oh that's me. I'm too. That's right. Um, It's intrusively loud. I not mean, not, not always. <laughs> um, oh, that is really loud. Sorry, boys. Um, no, if if the if the if Blood Origins grows the way that we intend to grow, like I told you at Winterstrong, mm-hmm. is we intend to do bigger stories, longer longer embeds. That will require that I won't be able to go to. Because we'll be doing something else. We'll be you know. There'll be other things that are preventing me from doing that as the almost producer, exec, creative director type role. Mm-hmm. And that's a role that you really want to play. Mm-hmm. I'd love to tell them what to do. Hey, it's a, it's a fun job. <laughs> it's a fun job. I'd respect you a lot. So you know, you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will do whatever you ask. I don't know. I think everything that you say to us about Robbie, when Robbie's not listening... I'm going to turn into yeah. that. We're just going to start saying that to <laughs> about you to Robbie. To Patrick. To other camera guy. Yeah. Um, I think from your perspective there, Robbie, that makes sense. 
it, well, it, it has to. Like, for instance, Lionheart. I didn't go to any mm -hmm. shoot of Lionheart at all. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. There was no time. Mm -hmm. It was in the, it, you know, as we were building Blood Origins, it was just no way that I could physically go there. But we, well, you and I have worked, I mean, closely together since you started. You know, I don't, know, I don't know how many interviews we've done right. shoulder to shoulder. Right. You know, hundreds. Right. Uh, over a hundred. I Correct. don't know hundreds, but over a hundred. And uh, so I do feel like that we would, uh, and, and I know what it's like when you're the one running, running and gunning. That's what takes your mind and, and trying to think of the big picture. It's not that we're not capable of doing both. It's just easier if you can just focus on mm -hmm. one thing at a time. Yeah, and you guys, as to your point, you've worked with me long enough that you know what I'm looking for. Yeah. And you know the feel for what we're looking for. Same with you two. Like, you know exactly, like, okay, this is the kind of shot that that's, that's going to fit with the style of Blood Origins. And I feel comple completely comfortable saying, all right, go do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think, it's, I think it would be a very good idea. Um, and then I'd get to watch... Jesse What's wear cowboy boots in the Af in the Africa. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. No, he wouldn't <laughs> lace wearing cowboy boots. He'd be lacing. I'll, I'll, I'll lace up if I'm doing actual no, that, work. That needs to be written into the contract. He has to wear cowboy boots. <coughs> You'd be the village sensation. That would be pretty impressive to see the reaction of the village. Just to Jesse. Jesse and yeah, the kid Jesse ran away from me. Jesse and Daisy Dukes and cowboy boots. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh my gosh. Like sight to behold. Yeah, I don't know. You've got to be careful how much skin you show in Africa. Lewis got cocky on the second day, and he thought, "I've gone 24 hours without burning myself." Oh, I, I burn like bacon, man. Oh, oh no, oh, I will be. be I will be covered up to the eyeballs. <laughs> you've got to be careful. Lewis chopped the sleeves off his t-shirt, <laughs> chopped them off with a knife, and was like, and looked like some kind of redneck. I don't know what else, like. Walking around, and then he burnt so horrendously he couldn't wear a t-shirt for the rest of the time. He had to wear long sleeves. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Just it was, one it day. was pretty bad. Yeah. No, that that won't happen. <laughs> My, I famously said before, as I was cutting the sleeves off, I'm gonna look sexy. <laughs> did you? I did not look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a half-cooked lobster. <laughs> yeah. So, Robbie, what was your what's your favorite filming for Blood Origins? Um, you know, I saw him last week at NWTF, and when and when I get posed that question a lot, I there's one specific episode, and that's Cuz Strickland. Cuz Strickland was one of the first, like we don't we don't do seasons anymore, but he was the first season of Blood Origins, and what made it so special is that my dad was with me, and so I said, hey, we're gonna go film this guy, why don't you come along? And then I asked Cuz, I said, hey, my dad's here, I've never hunted with my dad can my dad hunt in Mississippi? And Cuz was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so we went and filmed, and, and on the way up there, my dad was like asking me questions about this thing that is Blood Origins. Mm. And I explained it to him, and he was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> and so then we interviewed Cuz. Like the, the first night we got there, him, Cuz, and I sat in a, in a ground blind with a, gro with a crossbow, and my dad didn't kill anything. Um, but it was the first time I ever hunted with my dad. And then we interviewed Cuz the next morning. And when we finished interviewing Cuz, like we did all the stuff that, you know, we do, I turned and my dad was sitting in a rocking chair, like literally behind the eight camera. And I turned and I walked up to him and I shook his hand. And I said, I said, how was that? He goes, I get it now. I get what you're doing. 
So that was number one special. And then that evening, we piled into a ground blind with a rifle. My dad, Owen, the camera, myself, Cuz was on the outside of the blind. And these does walked out under the, the, under the feeder. And they were pro probably 90, 100 yards. And dad's on the scope like this, like moving his head back and forth. And I said, do you see the doe on the left? Yeah, I see the doe on the left. I said, just wait for her to turn broadside thinking it's broadside when she turned, but she was actually quartering quite away from us. He shot, does ran away. I'm like, oh my God, he missed, you know, the whole, and he's like, I don't know, he's looking through the scope kind of thing. And and he's got, a, he at that time had a worse back than you, Jesse. And uh, I was like, you just stay here, stay in the blind, we're gonna go look for blood, we're gonna look for the, so we walked down the food plot can't find blood I was like well let's just walk where the doe ran and we walk and we walk into the woods and literally we turn back and all you see is a white belly and like and it's like there's the doe lying and we walk up to the doe and we're yelling and hollering and all I hear was is that her and I turn and my old man is like hobbling down the food plot and I said I told you to stay put and he's like you guys are kidding me right that's the deer? And I said, yeah, that's the deer. And the dude had heart shot her. The last time he pulled the trigger on an animal was like 1968. What? <laughs> it was like 40 years dif dip between him pulling the trigger the last time and this animal. And so to me, that was the only time I got to hunt with my dad. So to me, that was like the most special thing that ha uh, that I've been a film uh, filmed obviously Scott Chapman that Jesse said earlier was like super 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 emotional but I think like lately now like the stuff we did at Howard's the stuff we did at the Mulmans in South Africa Wilberforce the Kariba stuff uh, what we're going to do in New Zealand what we're going to do in Botswana to me what I'm enjoying more, more and more and more now is getting to know people on like a much much deeper level like Jesse and I would go in and we'd film someone and that's why I think I want to embed more with people is that we'd go in and film someone, we'd be with them for three hours and then we'd leave, we'd be gone. And we'd capture a very deep story of that individual but like personally, I wasn't connecting with that person, I wasn't developing that relationship with that person that I felt that I needed from an enrichment perspective. Like we did that, you know, we got to know Howard very well. We got to know Pierre Mulman very well. We mm. got to know Guave Johnson, Courtney Johnson very well, Russell De La Harp in, in Zambia very well. And you get that, that helps with editing as well. When you're building out the, you know, filming is, filming is filming. Film is pretty easy. But mm -hmm. when you try and, they're obviously all, they're like a lot of the magic's in the editing. And then, you know, when you know that person's character, you can you know what to look for to try and bring that through as opposed to like you said if you spend three hours with someone then and you don't know them then you know it becomes very difficult yeah I totally agree I totally agree so might you pass off that responsibility as well um well, not responsible I think pass it off, I don't, you know to me blood origins I, I don't that's something I love about it mm. and I've we've purposely built the brand over the last five years so that I can do something I love. And that's something I love. So I don't think I'll ever pass it on completely. I think I'll be I'll be pickier. Not picky, I'll just I'll decide which projects I want to be involved with. 
and the rest will be like, okay, I cannot get here because we've got to do a fundraising event now. You know, there's other things that are part of the nonprofit that just have to get done by the person in charge. Mm. And, you know, the story, you're just going to have to be like, all right, you three go. You capture it. Yeah. You know, what does that do? You know, relationships are everything, especially in the nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've just got to, you know, think through what that looks like. But, yeah, I'd ha- I'm going to have to be comfortable because we're going we're gonna to be telling more stories. We're going to be having more crews going in more different places. And you just got to, you got to trust. You got to trust the people that you work with. But we're the A team though, right? Like A minus... A minus. This is why, Robbie, this this is why nobody likes you. No, that's the thing. (laughs) You said A minus. No, 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 no. I said A minus because there's always room to grow. (coughs) You're so stupid sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you all all are used to to my edits, right? (coughs) You're all used to me saying, man, this is a great edit. Here are some suggestions. I will say that about you as much as I hate to talk good about you. You are really good. It, like in the creative space, you mm. have so many people. When you give them the product, they're like, ah, "I don't like it. Make it better." And then they give zero direction. Mm-hmm. You're like, "All right, well, you didn't give me a direction to start with, so <laughs> you know, I don't know where to go with you know. So what don't you like?" And it takes yeah. a, you are very much about. I know the direction, and then when I get it to you, I know I'm going to have a list of things that you want changed, and most of them I can do. Some of them is a creative thing, and I'll, you're really good at me coming back and being like, "Hey." I did that because I liked it. This hundred percent cool. You're good. Yep. But you have a very detailed way of doing it. But you always start off with the pros, which, as a creative and an artist, I want to hear. Tell me I'm pretty of before course. you tell me <laughs> what to fix. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me I'm A plus, not A minus. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you this. You guys didn't know this any about my like my professional world before Blood Origins, but there was a guy that I interacted with constantly who would constantly ask for money, and he would constantly ask for projects, and I was almost like the gatekeeper. Right, I felt like that was my role. And he said, Robbie, you have an uncanny ability of coming up next to me and patting me on, th- on the back while simultaneously kicking me in the shin at the same time. <laughs> that, yeah, that's pretty. That's a good. I thought that was a pretty good analogy I'm of like how I operate. I have always been quite surprised at your creative clarity with a project. I, I, I'm, I hope to get it even more more have more clarity moving forward but because I have now more time to think of a project instead of just like constantly going and just being like mm. okay mm. now I, I like I know exactly and, and as we talked about earlier today I think the clarity is going to get even better as we now start thinking more about okay what's what's CT5 in Botswana going to look like and we're not thinking about it when we hit the ground we've got two months of thinking that shaping clarity. But also we all know when we hit the ground, things change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I consider us us three, excluding Robbie, as Robbie Kroger trained. <coughs> so Robbie Kroger certified. When he, Robbie Kroger certified. <laughs> Robbie Kroger trained. It's like a... An what does that it's mean? Like, I feel it's like an accreditation. I feel like we've done more training of him. Endorsed. Ah, Ooh. yes. Let's hear that. Yeah. I would say it's two-way. I'd say it's, I a, feel it's like a two-way. And, not, and I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, go ahead. I do think that we've gone, especially you and me, because we haven't, we've done a couple jobs with me and, and you two mm-hmm. boys, but me and Robbie, I feel like we, we iron sharpens iron kind of when it comes to the 100%. Thing. And there's been times when you really wanted really intense zooms and this and that and be like, 
that's cool, but let's, you know, back off just a little bit. And, yep. you know, we do, I think we, we complement each other well. 100%. In that way. And so, yes, Robbie trained, but also I think we both <laughs> sharpen each other. Well, you hire the best. And, I th- you know, at the time I couldn't pay the best. Oh, that is true. <laughs> but now I, I try. I was on I the brother-in-law, the, the, bro- the brother-in-law rate for a while. Everyone was. Everyone was the brother-in-law <laughs> rate for as long as I could until I could get you paid properly. Oh, man. And we weren't even the best for the first. But the thing <laughs> is, the part of me that like I am, I am self-aware enough to know that I am not the best cinematographer. I know it looks good. I'm a great photographer, but cinematographer. I, I these guys are so much better than I am. Yeah, That's yeah. why I feel like my my strength is. Hmm outside of that like i can mm-hmm. i can jump in and run a gun with y'all but mm-hmm. y'all are light year i mean when we the other day on our call and we were talking about y'all both are going back and forth about i don't even know i was like these see this is why i have to work with these guys because uh, all the gear talk yeah. and the settings and all this i'm like dude i'm just a redneck that learned how to film <laughs> off of youtube like, but that's that's how so we when you feel. say you're we hire the best like i appreciate it i might be the, the best at getting a good interview out of somebody these guys are the best yeah, but also <laughs> cinematographers let, 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 in my but, book. But also think about I hide the best because you have the same ethic yeah. as I have. Yeah. You have the same like, we're going to freaking drive from Maine to South Carolina through the night and then film and then get in the car again and drive home. Yeah, Those are the kinds of people that I needed, that I still need, that are willing to just like, there is no like, Oh, I'm working for eight hours today and I'm done. Yeah, kind of shit. That's not that's me. not us. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, not me. Not. That's not the ethic that that I want. Is this a bad time to tell you that I don't want to work past six today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. We've been going pretty good. I feel like you got off very lightly on this. Oh, I appreciate you boys uh, yeah. uh, keeping it light and. Well, if you that's you mainly Lewis keeping quiet. I think that's been the. Lost <laughs> opportunity for a roast, Lewis? I don't want to roast you, Robbie. You don't? No, 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 we're good. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Just, Just keep bringing me coffee. You, you know it's you know it's yeah, you know it's coming now. So I will say he brought me we were at a venti a white mocha with what? almond milk yeah. and whipped cream. Yeah. That is Jesse's what? What? coffee. Just now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. The other day we were at Whenever <laughs> whenever I'm I'm going to interact with Jesse, <laughs> whether know. I'm picking him up at an airport or if I'm seeing him at an event, and I'm getting a coffee somewhere, I'll be sure to get Jesse his coffee. So what was it again? What was his coffee? It's a venti white chocolate mocha with almond milk and whipped cream on top. So your love language is overcomplicated coffee. He's a basic white girl. Pretty much (laughs) I will do anything as long as you tell me I'm pretty and feed yeah. me well. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm I just am good. I'm gonna call and you that's one thing that we do do well on our <laughs> trips. We eat good. We eat good. I'm going to call you something like Brittany from now on. Do it. I, I feel like that's a Brittany just drink. Yeah. But it, I already hey, got a girl name. Hey, listen. <laughs> what did he just say? What did hey, he just say? We eat good. Don't we eat good? We eat well. We eat well. Mm. Yeah. We eat very well. <laughs> and Mr. Bottoms over here with the proper... Yeah. The, the proper... <laughs> the Welshman. Well, somebody's got to be cultured in, yeah, in this exactly. group. Exactly. Final words, bottoms? Um, none. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, Phillips? Can we eat pretty soon after this? Uh, there's <laughs> the banquet tonight. Okay. Yep. My last word. All right. Thanks, boys. I don't remember quoting for this, by the way. So um, <coughs> do we add this to your, your invoice? Or the <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.